Welcome everyone. It's good to connect again with all of you. My name is Luce and I've been living on Prana for three years. There are so many things to say about pranic living. When we approach this topic, a whole universe opens up. Today, I want to speak mainly about the way of thinking and living pranic nourishment. I want my speech to be useful, so I will give some suggestions for those who are on this path and I will share some thoughts that may be of interest to everyone. Before that, I will tell you about my experience. I made the shift to pranic nourishment through a 21-day process. It was May 2017. I did it because I was feeling a call to take this step. I really wanted to go beyond the need for food. The aspiration was coming very clear from within, and it was a natural evolution of the path I had made up to that moment. In fact, the transition was already happening by itself, gradually. I was naturally feeling to have a lighter diet, and I was more and more detached from food. Also, now it's clear to me that I was born with the inclination of living food-free, and I believe there are many people like that around. Anyway, as a child I had an ordinary diet. Then, at the age of 20, as I started to live alone, to meditate, to become more aware of health and energy, I gradually changed my diet, which became increasingly lighter. So I can say that I acquired the conditioning of eating, I developed some habits, then gradually I started to get out of it. I brought more awareness into this area, both in the physical and mental aspect, and corrected the habits that I had taken. And along this process, the ability to feed on prana started to awaken. Because as I was increasing my awareness around food, and progressing on my journey with meditation, I was also gaining awareness that there is another source of nourishment, another way of feeding ourselves. Now, three years have passed since my 21-day process, three years of evolution. I had many experiences and many things have changed along the way. Becoming pranic is a huge shift. The way our body, energy, consciousness work is different. We have new sensations, new experiences, so it takes time to learn how it works and to become familiar with it. Through this new lifestyle, I could also grow at the personal level, and then different ways of living it in society, in relationship with people. In short, it was a very rich journey. Through this new lifestyle, I could also grow at the personal level, and then different ways of living it in society, in relationship with people. In short, it was a very rich journey. For me, the shift to pranic living is first of all liberation. Of course, we break our dependency from food, but much more important is the liberation that takes place at the mental and inner level. It was also a great opening, and basically, it was remembering. At first, my orientation was just to let food behind. Then I recognized that my way does not exclude it completely. My way of living pranic nourishment has changed over time. Now I live it in a fairly neutral and equanimous way. It is simply the way I am, how my system works. It's my life as it is, with its own movements. The main thing to me are freedom and truth. The shift to pranic living was part of this journey, and the pranic state itself supports me to be free and true. So, now let's start with our topic. 
It's very interesting what is happening right now with pranic nourishment. There's a larger number of pranic people than before. There is more knowledge and conversation around this subject. There are also processes to help to realize the state. That's a big difference because intention comes into play. So there are people who get interested and they want to try. I would like to speak exactly for those who are transitioning to give useful suggestions mainly about the attitude how to live this passage. By hearing the experiences of chronic people, we realize that every way is different. There are different ways of getting there, different ways of living the pranic state. Each path is specific to each individual. There is no rule, no standard, there is no right or wrong. So the first suggestion is to live your own path without preconceptions. The more ideas we have, the less we are in reality. The more we stick to ideas, the more we move away from ourselves, we create stress and tension. So keep your mind free and stay open to the experience. Live the transformation in a harmonious and natural way, without tension, without conflict. Conflict arises when we are forcing things, when we are trying to become something, when we stick to an idea of how it should be, how we want to be, when we do not accept what is not matching our expectations and desires. But that's not the attitude. Pranic state is joy, harmony. So how could you realize this state through conflict? The more you are tensing up, the more you are moving away from it. Also, don't take it as a performance, as a goal to be achieved. It's about activating a potential, uncovering the knowledge that we have inside of us. It's about welcoming a new reality, let it flourish within ourselves and through ourselves. It is something to realize deep within. We cannot force anything on this path. We can open up more and more, we can overcome limits and resistance, but we cannot force. It's also important to stay light mentally, not to weigh down the experience with an excess of thoughts or reasoning. Also, don't create mental tension around the fact of eating or not eating. Often we see that the focus of the attention goes on food intake. It is true that food has an impact and plays an important role, but it's not the core point. And when the attention goes there, it is diverted from what really matters. I think we can be surprised of how simple it is when we let go of our thoughts. Also, it's essential to be authentic and true with yourself. First of all, when you feel that you want to undertake this path, it's important to have clarity about your motivation, to see where the desire or inspiration comes from. Then, maintain a genuine contact with yourself all along the way. Stay in touch with what arises in you. Stay open to things as they reveal along the way. It's also important not to create an identity around being pranic or wanting to be pranic. This would take us further away from us. The pranic way leads us to greater authenticity. If we use it to create more identity, it's a distortion. There is one more thing to know. We do this journey in all that we are. The transformation involves us as a whole, in the integrity of our being. If there are contents which are not aligned with the transformation we have chosen, they will arise. 
and when they arise, it's time to take care of them. They should not be rejected, repressed or denied just because they are uncomfortable or we dislike them. By taking care of them, we will learn a lot and it's the only way to proceed. I believe that our greatest powers and tools are awareness, love and intention or inner choice. Making a clear choice deep within is the active force that guides our experience and defines the course of events. So once the choice is made, peacefully continue in the direction. Stay aware, stay loving, and allow the process to happen with its own time, in its own ways, like the seed of a tree that grows and bears fruit. Let's trust the process. We do our part, and then we trust the process. It's basically about opening up. Also, be aware that the path is full of beauty and wonder, but it's also challenging, and we must be ready to accept both sides. It's not always easy. We are moving into the unknown. We are changing our being, and change is always challenging. It is also a cleansing process, and it requires some inner work. As in any other spiritual path, pure openness is necessary, but we also need commitment and integrity with our own intention. There is an active side and a receptive side, and these two energies must be balanced. Finally, remember that it is a mental and material fact together. The transformation affects both sides, and they support each other. And now, I would like to speak about pranic nourishment from a wider perspective, that includes also people who are not into it, to harmonize things and maybe to consider pranic living as something normal. We know that pranic nourishment is a very precise and specific fact, linked to a change in our energy system into a different state of consciousness. We know it is a different way of living and experiencing reality. However, I think it's useful to bring it closer to common experience, not to consider it as something strange, rather as a normal fact. Or maybe to bring common experience closer to the pranic state. After all, everyone, to some extent, is feeding on prana, it's a matter of a percentage, and we can think of the shift as a simple rediscovery, to regain something that we already have inside of us, and that we have forgotten because of conditioning and habit. It's not only how things are, it's how we think of things that makes reality. That's why, if we think of chronic nourishment in this way, as something normal and natural, it will be helpful for those who are transitioning, and it will also make things easier in society. Because if chronic nourishment looks so remote from common experience, then doubts and fear are likely to arise. As pranic beings, we encounter all kinds of reaction in people, and some of those are not helpful at all for one who is transitioning. Some people find it hard to believe it's possible, they ask for a proof or an explanation. Other people will associate it with eating disorders, or simply fear will arise. To some people this is very scary, they cannot keep their mind in touch with this idea. Meeting these types of reaction may not be a problem for one who is well established in the state, but it can be challenging for one who is still transitioning. Actually, that's one of the main difficulties that people encounter, the reaction of people and the impact of this choice in social life. 
and here we come to the subject of being different. If one wants to shift to break living, he must be ready to be different. As for relationships, sometimes people who are close to us will not stand with us. It is one of those cases where dialogue, listening and openness are needed, so that true understanding can come. In general, it is important to learn to truly respect others, to leave other people free to be what they are, and to support and encourage them to live their authenticity and happiness. Think about that. What if it were common knowledge that as human beings we can eat or not eat? If all people knew that there are different possibilities, we have an option and we can choose. Some will resonate, some will resonate with pranic living and some will not, and that's okay. Whatever the choice, I think it is useful for everyone to know about it, to understand that we can base our existence on something different than food so we can free ourselves from that dependency and live in a different way. Also, if it were common knowledge, much suffering would be avoided. For example, there are children who need very different nutrition from what they receive, which is causing them problems. Or there are people who are naturally open to pranic feeding, but the belief that it is necessary to eat keeps them on the other side. If everyone knew what it is, it would be also easier for those who are transitioning. The spreading of this phenomenon has also another gift. It invites us to reflect on the importance and influence that food has in our life, how profound and extensive its effects are, on an individual and social level. When we talk about food, we are not just talking about a physical fact. When we eat, it's not just a physical fact. The mind is greatly affected. Food actually has a huge impact on our life as a whole, as individuals, society and planet. Certainly not everyone feels to venture into this transformation, and it is good that one does not force himself in this direction just because he finds it good or attractive. As said, this path can be for us or not. Each person should find his own dimension, but certainly everyone can benefit from having a more conscious and light weight of eating. So, if pranic nourishment is too much, we can simply think of staying light with food. And it can also happen that once you have stabilized on a lighter diet, the opening to pranic feeding will occur spontaneously, without any effort. Before saying goodbye, I can tell you more about me and how I live. I have a very simple lifestyle and I alternate periods of retreat and silence with periods of activity. I give priority to the inner dimension. In the relationship with the world, I care of doing good things, making a positive contribution. I like to help people on the path and to share the good things that I've found with people and in society. I truly believe in creating a better world, and I believe that it starts from each one of us, from the inner transformation we make, and how it is expressed in our life, in our choices and actions. Right now I'm in Sicily, South Italy, in a small retreat center. It's a silent and natural place, where you can come for spiritual and pranic retreats. If you want to learn more, you can find information on Facebook. 
Kratas Retreat Center. You are also welcome to get in touch with me. You can write me at my Facebook page. It's called Living Light Luches Page. Now it's time to say goodbye. Thank you so much for your attention. I really hope you get something good and useful from this talk. If so, I can be satisfied. I wish you a beautiful day and sincere wishes for real happiness in your whole life.